Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf, brought to you as ever by the fabulous folks at Seed Golf Balls at SeedGolf.com. Premium golf balls, half the price, absolute no-brainer. So check them out. It's coming into the winter time. Our golf courses are getting wetter. The weather isn't great here in Ireland, so a lot of the time people turn around and say, well, let's focus now on my swing or my body or both. So coming into next year in a much, much better position, both at the top of the backswing and being able to get into that position at the top of the backswing. Me, myself, I've gone to a few people in the past, uh, kind of introduced me to the idea of mobility, uh, the likes of the great Robbie Cannon, who, Robbie... Uh, you're due on, so um, I'll be sliding into your DMs uh, to get you on and your, and your opinions. Because it is very important that you go to someone that is qualified and that is, that is certified to screen you, program you, and maybe even train you as well. And one of those people I met for this week's podcast down in Tralee, um, strength and conditioning background, physiotherapy background, um, injury prevention and rehabilitation background and is also qualified uh, to program you um, and that man is David Fitzgerald and he set up his own fitness center especially folks around golf if you want to go for golf but as we get into the conversation um, the fitness level for golf is actually the most applicable genre of fitness for your general well-being um, so yeah I won't waffle on anymore here let's get stuck into the conversation with David from his centre there was two lovely dogs in the background so open your ears and see can you hear those two lovely mutts in the background two great dogs he has uh, in the corner of the complex but yeah let's get stuck in roll it there kill it listen we talking about practice Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry well Joe Bradley what do you think of that Yes, we are. Flying it. Where are we? We are in Fitzford Fitness in Tralee, County Kerry. It's a good fine place to be, Kerry, isn't it? It is indeed. It is indeed. This podcast now makes it, I don't know how many Kerry people have been on, but it's definitely one against the Cork lads, because I think I've interviewed half a Cork at this stage, uh, between Peter O'Keefe and, and, all, and John Murphy, who's not, who's not doing too bad uh, this week in Spain. Uh, what makes where we are right now different to... Maybe the generic podcast, dark room, boardroom. Can you describe the facility we have here that we're after ripping my arms through in the last 40 minutes? Yeah, so essentially we have uh, an all-in-one facility for, for a golfer, um, ideal for any golfer in the, the Schleer Kerry area. We've got a sports injury clinic, a small studio gym here for doing PTs, and we take on members as well. And we also have a golf simulator here in the facility as well. So if you're a golfer looking to uh, improve your game, like this has to be the spot. No, ab- absolutely. And I suppose it's facilities like this that are few and far between. So to my mind, there's only two other one, the, two other facilities like in the country, one with Mr. O'Keefe in Douglas and one with Mr. Conway in Spa. Well, I don't think he's ever been called Mr. Conway before in his life. Niels, um, good Swedish name that for a dub. 
uh, up in Dublin. So Twinehouse, there isn't another one like it, bar Hollywood Golf Club up north. I'm sure that's uh, maybe your wet dream of visited you, right? Have you seen that one? I have. I've seen it. And actually, that was that was the facility that uh, really spiked my interest in doing something like this. It's it's out of this world. It, it's a good few years old now, but I've seen it maybe maybe three, four years ago, I think it was when I seen it. And that was it. I said, I want to someday have something like that. Now, I'm a bit away from it yet. I'm very happy with what I've created here in Tralee. But, you know, I have goals and aspirations to push it to the new levels. And that's, uh, that's definitely something we'll, we'll try to get after. Then we'll, we'll, we'll go back in time now for a second before we talk before we talk reps and biceps and triceps and quads and what other muscles are down in your legs that have the golf, golf swing. Um, Dave Fitz, what's your earliest memory of golf? Um... You know, I was, I was a bit of a latecomer to golf at the age of 15. I know a, a lot of people listening will be, you know, started a lot older than that. But I guess most people that get to a good level start at a pretty young age. So I would consider 15 uh, late. And the only reason I started playing golf was I was playing minor championship at 15 years of age. was a bit bit too young at the time. I was Minor championship for who? For Affort, uh, Harling. Uh, Wouldn't be like Affort to roll out a fella that's underage for minor, would it? Yeah, and I wasn't exactly the biggest 15-year-old either, and I was I was putting cornerback for my sins, and let's, we'll put it this way, the guy that came towards me was uh, was not 15 and was not the same size as me. Uh, long story short, uh, broken arm, uh, bone in my arm, and uh, was in a cast for not that long actually, about three weeks, uh, I came out of the cast and the doc told me to stay away from contact sports for a while. So my father played a little bit of golf down in the local club, it was a nine hole golf club in Arfurt. Uh, it's unfortunately closed since. I, I played that one, it was actually quite nice. There was a, there was a few lovely holes in it. Yeah. It's a housing estate now, is it? It's, it's, it's actually a farm at the moment and yeah. um, there, there is a couple of house developments in there as well. Um, but yeah, just went down with him and literally fell in love with the game. And to be honest with you, my GA took a back seat, um, you know, maybe the following year once I turned 16. I still played GA, hurling and football with Arfurt. Um, but really all I wanted to do was be on the golf course. No, deadly. So where, where did the spike in the fitness aspect come in? Because I know that ties greatly into your own game and now the fitness side that you give to other people is game so where did that interest in the fitness side or fitness in general come from yeah so i guess i always i was always into fitness like even you know playing hurling and football i was i would consider myself as one of the fitter people on the on the field you're the um, fella who rocks up in january and is well able yeah and i'm, I'm the fella who's like jesus i'm still throwing up christmas cake here yeah, like I, I always loved the gym even from a young age and like my, my mother mightn't have been a big fan of me going to the gym at 15 or whatever but I would strongly encourage it now to 15 year olds by all means but at the time it was a bit more old school, lifting weights wasn't the thing so but I always went and loved it and I think that's why like golf for me is, is, uh, is so good because I can focus on me, I can improve myself um, and I always struggled with that. Um, and still do to this day looking at teams and you can see within a team setup that there's three or four guys that aren't pulling their weight and I think that's why golf is such a great sport because it's you against you and you know and that's fitness as well encompasses the same thing it's you know it's you are the only one that can do it you know no one else can force you to do it yes you can get help you know you can get programs uh, nutrition plans whatever it may be but at the end of the day if you don't want to do it uh, it's not going to get done no exactly and it's 
the only one, like you said, the only person in golf you're competing against is, is the golf course in your head. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And and generally, it's, it's it's the head that you have to conquer more so than the golf course. Yeah. Um. So going through college, I'm assuming there's a sports science degree or a physiological degree in there somewhere. Yeah. So it's it's a funny one. I I always wanted to be a primary school teacher. Um. Only reason. June, July, and August. Yeah, that was the only reason. And <laughs> there were three good reasons. <laughs> yeah, my my exactly. Yeah, my guidance counselor in school at the time. She was. She basically said it in one simple word. She said no. Uh, she said this is not for you. Um, she sent me down the path of doing sports rehab. Um, you know, obviously very into sports. Always, always into fitness. Um, so she sent me down that path. I studied in IT Carlo for four years. Did sports rehab with athletic therapy. I uh, was very lucky at the time to have a lecturer up there called Mary Dowling. She is a fantastic golfer. She's a scratch golfer, a member in Kilkenny Golf Club. And I was lucky enough to have her lecture a lot of the a lot of the modules and everything she spoke about, you know, I asked her questions afterwards about how it relates to golf and, you know, she was really into it. She brought me along to, you know, the S and C with the Leinster development squads that she was working on at the time and from that day on, you know, maybe second year in college onwards, I knew where I was going to go in life. So as like a 19, 20, 21 year old, you were like, yeah, fitness, but more so fitness in golf is for me. For sure, for sure. And I suppose the course I was in was more injury related. So it was, you know, always with the, the thought of having the injury clinic, which I do have here. But I suppose once I started the clinic, um, it really turned into, you know, how can I actually stop people coming in here and, and, and get them, you know, fitter um, and I suppose bulletproof their body so they don't have to come in and leave the golf course essentially for four or five weeks or whatever it may be. And for some reason that has come me back straight back to like the likes of Justin Thomas, right? So you look at Justin Thomas and you're like, no, he's no Brooks Kepka and like, does he even go to the gym? Do you even lift us, JT? And the fact is he does, but like a lot of what he does, if anyone follows his Instagram, it's not all about Nike Jordan kicks, but a lot of it is. <laughs> but um, anything you see of him doing in the gym is all that preventative. You know, can he strengthen his legs? Can he strengthen, you know, the muscles around his back? You know, because his swing is so aggressive and, he, you know, 110% of JT goes into every golf shot. And the fact is, if he gets injured, He's talking tens of millions of dollars of, of income that For he sure. won't get, you know, and that's at that level. So why is the Paddy and Joe and Mary and Eileen of this world, you know, getting hurt on the golf course because they might warm up properly, a neck muscle or, you know, some people might drive two hours through the course. So like if I wanted to play, come down from, from Kildare to play Tralee, I'm on the road for two and a half hours. But I, me, having injured myself in the past, will know, right, let's do, let's do a few rotations here. Let's, let's activate some muscles or by like, definitely by 16, I'll be creaking. But A, I won't play as well. And B, I'll be more susceptible to, to hurting myself because uh, things aren't warm. So the people you deal with here, you know, other people looking at might go, oh, a fitness place for golf. That's just for the best of the best. So could you give an idea of like the range of people you, 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 help and train and um you know fix <laughs> yeah so it, it's full spectrum like honestly i have you know i have plus handicap golfers coming in here uh, all the way up to whatever it can go up there really you know uh, men and ladies um you know 36 plus handicap and i think there's two main components in terms of 
uh, getting injured. One would be like the whole social element of golf. We'll say you're a, an 18 handicapper, you might have major aspirations to get really low. You just like being out playing. So you injure your neck, you can't play golf for five to six weeks. You know, that's. And you might be able to work. And you might, <laughs> you you might not be able you to know? work either. Like, and that's. That's that's would be a big reason why you should do this kind of thing. And and secondly, it's just you know the performance side of golf. It doesn't matter if you're a 36 handicap or a plus two handicap. As we spoke about earlier, it's you against you. You know we all love hitting that that drive. We all love holding that putt. You know, and if exercising two or three times a week specific to golf is going to make you 0.5 or even one percent better, you know every golfer is going to do it. And we were, we were talking about before before I pressed record and before I picked up the weights a hundred times. Um, was it a hundred <laughs> times? About that. <laughs> <laughs> it was three sets of ten, and we did a few of them. So definitely a hundred reps in total. So not too bad. A, a good a good session was even for people who don't play golf. The fitness aspect that contributes to golf swings is actually quite effective. Um, like I'm on a, a gym program right now, and it's not too dissimilar from what we went through there um, just now. But we were saying for people who might be of a higher handicap or new to golf, if they follow a golf-specific program, they'll actually get better a whole pile quicker. Weren't we? We were, we were saying yeah, that. Yeah, we were. We were like, I mean, it. Like I actually, you know, looking at people and golfers coming through my doors here, I, I still get surprised by the improvement. Now I know that's like could be a touch biased or whatever, but I look at some people and they might do six, seven, eight weeks here, and then they. They just improve by, and not even playing a massive amount of golf, and they still improve. And I'm still shocked to this day, five years down the line, that I, I'm surprising myself in terms of what you can actually do with fitness. And like back to myself, and you know, I would have maybe down through the past two or three years had this trend in my own golf, where I come into the year in what in my you know, I suppose my own goals and my own aspirations I always come into the year and I'm pretty happy with my performances in April May June and then I generally tend to kind of fall off the bandwagon in July August a small bit and I finish the year strong then in September October and I'm always looking at that and I was always looking at it am I putting too much pressure on myself in the summer to perform or what's the reason but the one common thing that I can say for certain that I do when I'm playing well and I don't do when I'm not playing so well is training. July and August the golf season gets quite busy, you've club golf, you've your own individual tournaments and training does it does slip back by me and I'm one of the advocates of keep training during the summer but even myself it does slip and I see a drop in my performance every single year that happens. This year uh, was slightly different obviously the stress of the new business and we were really busy here um, wasn't my best year so I can't take it off this year but in the last couple of years past um, definitely seen a huge trend there. Something I, like I would have always gone to the gym um, not my entire life um, I suppose through football and Kerry kind of introduced me to what strength and conditioning actually was Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would have treated it in that kind of very agricultural fashion of lift them fast, lift as much of them as you can and form was kind of secondary in my own brain anyway you know the, the coaching system was very good in, in Austin Stacks up the rock right um, but it was more so when I went to for personal training for me wedding we were talking about this as well yeah. that they focused very much on a form from that injury prevention um, way but it was when I started training more so for golf and that was with um, 
the lad that takes care of Mr. Lowry. So Robbie Cannon first put me on a couple of programs and was first of all, I was like, not that you need to lose weight, but you need to be the right, I suppose, body uh, consistency, you know? So you yeah. can be a big guy, but how much of that is, how much of that is mobile, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much sure. Are you able to shift it around to, <laughs> to yeah. get the ball out of your way? And then Peter O'Keefe got me through lockdown last year. And that was really, you know, mobility central for the golf swing. And I suppose the big difference I've seen from training for your golf swing and something you should be talking about, even if you want to get a little bit better, if you want to go from like 18 to 15 or 15 to 10, the mobility side, you know, for me, like if you looked at my Instagram or whatever, it's six to eight miles an hour difference between if I don't do mobility before golfing and after. So for me, that's from 104 to 110, which is like over 20 yards yeah. of a difference. You know, so it's it's crazy. And like that goes back to your last question there about why should, you know, uh, so every, why should like Mary or John or whoever do some golf fitness? You just said there your, your golf warm up pre without mobility and doing mobility that's a drastic difference in performance you know what, what was the six miles an hour six to six to eight miles an hour of a difference because like, i was like does do the speed sticks actually work yeah right so i swung out of me heels yeah right and measured it i did um mobility program so that's like five minutes maybe mm -hmm. eight minutes if you're being really OCD about how long it takes so eight minutes of like rotations and lunges and ho a couple of holes and mainly like those rotations with a band we were talking about earlier and i'd swing again into the radar and it was going from it was 103 but now it was 109 or 110. i do the speed sticks and i get like two or three more miles an hour right so for me it was like i'm actually better investing in a trainer and a mobility program than spending over 200 quid on speed sticks yeah you know in my head it was like they work but I'm getting three or four times that um, result from from actually doing some stretches beforehand. Yeah, and plus you're you're improving your whole body. You know, outside of golf, you know, you are now a more mobile, you know, a stronger individual. I can run after Sophie, who's one and yes, a half. Exactly. I get to the I get to the TV before she does. It won't fall on top of her. Or something, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And it, like you're you're improving your whole life. Look, whack. 35 40 years onto your life and that mobility will stand to you <laughs> the speed sticks might have uh you know done the opposite you know so they are great i use them myself don't get me wrong but you know it's 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 that one percent is what the speed sticks are whereas you know improving your body not only will drastically improve your golf game but it'll improve your whole life you know you've a seated uh job and, yeah, yeah. You know, very seated <laughs> and not even a proper seat i have this i have the spare kitchen like the seats that come the chairs with your kitchen table yeah. i have the spare one so i'm on that like six hours the a day. i don't even wobbles. have there's a bit of course stability in that <laughs> the one that wobbles yeah but like i don't even have like a desk chair it's like the proper ergonomics yeah. and stuff so like i can find myself actually very hunched and i have to check myself before i wreck myself do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah um but you're right Jeff. very seated for long periods of the day um yeah and that's you know, there's a reason I get up and there's a reason I have a mobility program yeah. is because I have hurt myself in the past. Yeah. You know, and it is across the top of my back where which is where all the strain is. You know, yeah. you could spend half a day in there with a <laughs> with a with a with an old hockey ball rolling it around, you know. Yeah. I think as well, you know, you you know, you spoke about specific exercise. It, like it, it is it does have to be specific, 
you know, to the person, you know, for, for me, for example, I would be quite flexible, quite mobile. So for me to spend 80% of my training on flexibility and mobility would be a waste of time. Whereas, you know, I have a big window to get stronger. So that's going to be my main focus. You know, someone else that comes in the door here, um, you know, you know, it still might be weak, but they still might not be able to move. So, you know, first protocol there is let's get this person moving better through range of motion. JT, you spoke about not the biggest guy in the world. His range of motion is incredible, but not only can he move through that range of motion, he's strong through it. You know, he's able to, his turn is an active turn. It's his muscles working that. It's not just very flexible muscles. He's strong through that range of motion, hence the speed. You know, yeah. you don't hit it far by being flexible. No, absolutely. So, it's 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 uh, attributable power through impact. And one man is like, who people might think, yeah, he just lays around or whatever, drinking pints is like our own Shane Lowry. And I think he might be one of the most mobile players on tour. Yeah, and he's so strong, like as well. He's got mobility, strength. Like he's got attributes, you know, that every golfer should want to have in terms of going to the gym like he's he's a beast have you seen him like have you seen him train car? have you seen him train i've seen videos of him <laughs> train like he is an animal like <laughs> you know he's seen like so strong like and you can see that in his swing like in the Ryder cup there he was bombing drives i know there's plenty of adrenaline inside there as well inside him but like he he's well up there like you know he's 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 got the mobility you know he makes his mobility work for his golf swing and he's got p- plenty of power in there as well like we've covered aspects of how a facility like this in Kerry and I wouldn't say limit yourself to people around really in Kerry like Limerick Abbey Field is only 20 minutes away Hopefully which is Limerick you know? so plenty of people from Limerick come here or, or, or even North Cork right yeah I think my furthest is Kildare I had a Kildare man down three weeks ago <laughs> um, he was down he actually did one of the screens um, a couple of guys coming from the castle west as well so yeah outside of Kerry no ab- <laughs> absolutely but like what I was going to say there is um you know, it's not just for, we, we, we spoke there about, you know, your average golfer and not only the golfing gains they have, they can attain, but like the, the life gains. And that's Dave's dogs in the background there too. What, what, what are the dogs' names? Uh, they're Labradoodles. We've got, Labradoodles. We've got one hyper one and one very sober one that doesn't care what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> One's very inquisitive. I think he wants, yeah, uh, he wants a mic. Petty. She wants a mic herself, I'd say. So um, authentic, authentic. Um, it is to the to the podcast this week, but like what I'm going to say. So, fitness for golf has a place not only for the average golfer, people new to golf to get better, uh, and they would see large gains um, at at that handicap level. But then you turn it around to the likes of me, right? And I think I'm a fairly decent golfer playing off a single handicap. But my next step is you know is get is get to the zeros, get to the the senior cup level to, to play for my club senior cup right so for me what I've seen myself in training for golf is incremental gains strength wise because I'd be you know I was I was quarried I wasn't born right if you look at me <laughs> you know um, but it's, it's definitely on the mobility side but the difference I see it in my game is uh, general posture just the way I carry myself around the golf course, especially. Um, and the second thing is just the control um, and that's body control and power of, and, and control of power. So like I can step on it if I want to. Mm-hmm. And it might mean I'm a little bit more awry, but it means I know what, what power I can attribute to, to swing at 108 miles an hour. 
and then I go, do you know what? I need to hit this one two six seven to carry the bunker on the which one? The bunker? Which bunker in Tralee? So the, the new eighth. Yeah. Right. So if I want to get a nice short wedge into the new eighth, I possibly need to step on a bit of a driver to to get over that part of the beach. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know now like what that takes. Without training for the golf swing, I'd just be trying to hit everything as hard as possible. Mm-hmm. So by coming to a facility like this, and the question is coming, like this isn't a monologue. <laughs> so if you had the likes of me coming in here, right, what would the process be? I'd say, look, my goal is play off three or less. So that's three big shots. So what, what type of plan can we put together to try and achieve those goals together? Yes, like the, the first thing I do with anyone that, you know, wants to train with me either online or, you know, here in the gym is we just do the screen. Um, the screen is just uh, a series of tests head to toe, uh, looking at flexibility, mobility. Uh, we do some power tests and some strength testing. Uh, we get every golfer hitting, you know, maybe 10 swings or so, however many it takes, and we kind of marry those up a little bit. You know, if you're, for example, your right hip is rising in the backswing and you're not able to load into it properly. So you'll see all that here in the Skytrack studio. Yeah, exactly. And we'll be able to see from the screen then maybe there could be, you know, an issue with inward or internal rotation, the right hip. And we can say, right, you know, that right hip is rising there in your backswing. Um, We can see you've got limited rotation in that hip. So if we can fix that rotation we'll have a hell of a lot better chance of loading it in the backswing. And just kind of going from there, obviously, you know, there's going to be more things than one. Um, and what I always say to people, and when I screen them, it's it's almost like a negative thing because there's like seven or eight things. And I'm like, the more things that are negative here, the better, because now you have more things to work on and your scope for improvement on the golf course is so much better. So, you know, put in the work and you'll get there. And that's really powerful for people. So like before I would have gone and got a screen and we're going to choose a cold Tuesday night in North Dublin right <laughs> and then I wouldn't see a golf club for maybe a day or a couple of days and A I'd have to try and remember and B yeah I think it's because of lack of hip rotation and I have to try and marry it up myself I suppose that's the power of coming here is that you do your screen you go in and you basically part of that screen involves the golf swing and you can see the results and the numbers yeah. um, so it's a direct correlation right there and then so you can see if I can improve this aspect of my hip rotation or, or shoulder rotation or, or get the hands higher or lower wherever they need to be you can see within minutes you know that, that result yeah like the, there's just an example of one guy coming into me at the moment he's, he's a really busy man like he plays off 20 handicap he doesn't have you know enough time to you know go practice you know maybe once a week he might go uh, but he plays golf every Sunday and but what he does do is he trains here twice a week and he has no major golf goal as such he just wants to be able to move a little bit better we did the screen and all of that and he just told me there today his buddy he was out with two buddies on Sunday and they were wondering like you know what are you like what's going on like who's who are you getting the lessons off or whatever and he said there was, there was no lesson. He was trying to think of, like, what am I after doing? Like, he didn't even know the answer himself, but it wasn't until he got home he realised, you know, I'm after my movement so much better here. I'm hitting the ball better, you know, and that's just... And it's gas, like, he's just playing as normal, but the people watching go, just the improvement here yeah. is... Yeah, so they just couldn't get over the, the difference because, you know, the same person couldn't turn his shoulder outwards. He'd no external rotation. You know, his, his pelvis movement was very poor, and now it's good. 
and it's after transferring straight into his game without any technical introduction at all. Mm, deadly. And and a story like that will hopefully, you know, get more people down here, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. So what's the plan now in the, the next few weeks? Because generally it's it's October now. It's it's the rainy season here in Ireland. You know, once it starts to rain, people like to stay inside. Once you're inside, well, what can I help my golf game? They're going to, a lot of people are turning to fitness, especially the last couple of years. So we're about to hit your busy period, I would assume, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So what's your plan in the next couple of weeks? Is there anything new happening or any more additions to the gym? So the, the big thing for me anyway from a business perspective is, you know, there's going to be people joining uh, to, and when they join, they're going to get a training plan and they're going to work on it. I'd be very slow for someone to come in and kind of, you know, just crack on. Um, I'd be very keen on getting a kind of almost a one-to-one approach with everyone, not necessarily with them for the session, but make sure they're following a, a structured plan. Um, you know we'll be running the usual Zoom classes, we'll be running classes here in the gym but the big thing this year I want to follow on from last year is the online training. It, you know it was fantastic. Um, I'm bringing out a new app uh, next week. Uh, it's my own uh, app, it's just going to be called Fits for Fitness and on that you have training and, uh, and meal plans on that. And just to kind of go on a tiny bit about that, what happened with the online training last year was I was going to Dennis Mack, who is, uh, you know, he's a nutrition coach. And I just went to him during the lockdown because I needed the accountability. A um, little bit myself, you know, we were all at home and the fridge was full and, <laughs> you know, it was very... And if you're in Kildare, like Krispy Kreme is within walking distance okay. now. So, <laughs> yeah, we all needed accountability during yeah. lockdown, not just you. <laughs> so the style of his coaching, was I was just taken aback by it. So I was doing programs at the time for loads of golfers and uh, Dennis does these kind of check-ins where he sends you back a video, you send in your check-in document, you know, your photos and he used bounce back with the, with the video. And I, you know, had to think about that at the time. I was like, this is an amazing service. I'm going to bring this to golf. Yeah. So what I did, started doing was, you know, we take a golfer on, uh, we screen them online or in person, depending on where they were. Uh, I was not in person last year with COVID, but it was mostly online. Um, and from there, we put a training plan together, put a meal plan together, and we do weekly check-ins. So they had that accountability. And at the start, I didn't know how it was going to work out, but it just grew and grew and grew. And I just, people really bought into it. They seen the improvement in both like their life and their golf. And that's why the app is coming out this year, just so I can, you know, really help more people and get more golfers uh, getting fitter and better at golf ultimately. No, deadly. So what are the options if I download the app in in a week or by the time this goes out, right, it'll be out. And the the links to the app (laughs) will be in the show notes below and I'll be sharing them on everywhere I live as well. Um, So I, I download the app today. So what options do I have to train with, with yourself? Yeah, so on, on the app itself, initially, uh, when, this, you know, when this podcast goes live, it'll be, you know, click on the link, you'll go into the link and it'll just ask you a series of questions like name, whatever, height, weight, um, a series of questions. And from that then, I'll be able to put together a meal plan, whether you've selected to, you know, pack on a few pounds of muscle or lose a bit of body fat. We'll develop a meal plan from there and also based on your goals whether it's to get you know get stronger get faster you know improve your mobility i'll be putting a plan together for that there as well and uh you it's a basically a three-month subscription um it's going to be 119 euros for the three months so just under 40 euros a month and uh, your training nutrition is going to be all in one place oh deadly sounds very good and then for your own goals then right so your own personal goals right I'm not talking family and if you don't want to tell me you don't have to tell me uh, but we spoke about a goal of, of some places you wanted to qualify for and and secretly someday 
I want to qualify for the same tournament, but you're a bit closer than I am, given you're a considerably better golfer than I am. So maybe it's too early, like Rory McIlroy style, right on the back of the first board and card of the year. But have you thought towards, you know, what goals do you want to achieve golf-wise and maybe for the business as well? Yeah, I mean, at the start of the year, like, um, I was lucky enough that I played well in a, an event down in Sea Point in December, that Irish Scratch Series. Uh, I won that event and my handicap went to plus 1.7. So going into this year, I was entering the championships. You know, I was I was going to the championships. That was it. Um, was that your first time playing the championships? No, you see, I, have, I didn't get to them. Uh, <laughs> this is where we're going. Okay. So the fields were, I, I guess, on the smaller side of things this year with COVID. Uh, the north was a bigger field, but I didn't, you know, didn't fancy the journey. This was going on at the same time, so yes. Um, you know, it just wasn't really an option. But definitely the other championships, I was, you know, planning on going to the west. I actually got into the qualifier of the west, but again, look, I just didn't go with business and everything else. Uh, but the south. Um, had I entered the south, I would have got in as well. Look, it was it was a busy year. Um, my handicap right now, I wouldn't, um, I would have got in at the time. Um, I just, I just didn't get there. But definitely next year, you know, if I can keep my handicap and my game trending in the right direction, um, I hope to get into those championships and, and hopefully compete. No, uh, that's the key. Um, I've learned a lot from following your own Instagram in terms of the how you're approaching practice and how you approach your play and how you measure it. And I think we all can learn a little bit from how you approach it believe it or not yeah, he's here smirking at he's here smirking at me now in, in that carry away do you know that carry away and they be, shouldn't be giving that away be, be in the <laughs> staying low on the high grass I was told one time by a carry by a, a carry manager and that's exactly what you're doing or trying to do <laughs> staying low on the high grass but uh, no it's like just in terms of like you you kind of give a review of your own it's not like you're out there in Tralee and you're on the phone going oh look at me look at me it's very much this is how I played this is how I went into it and you kind of measure how you felt how you played um, and what was the, the result of it so I think we can all can learn like you don't have to do a mass a mass debrief of how you play but just your overall approach and, and performance yeah, like so a, a typical week like in season for me, um, and again I keep saying this year didn't happen, but this year didn't happen. Um, but like last year and previous years I would have always entered Monday as what I would call my technical day. So, you know, if the golf course didn't go great or the tournament didn't go great of a weekend, um, and if it was a technical issue I would address that early in the week, uh, especially if there was something coming up the following weekend. Once Monday we gone, I'd be pretty much putting it behind me. And I'd be moving into, you know, maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practice, just kind of getting back to fields, you know, hitting all the different type of shots that I'm going to need on that coming weekend. And and definitely something I've only started in the last three years is shark game, like shark game, shark game, shark game. Um, like I surprise myself with my chipping sometimes and my putting because it used to be such a weak part of my game. I, I forget I'm after getting good at it. Um, and, and my long game, you know, is the thing that probably lets me down at the moment. But... Uh, definitely I think the biggest mistake and what I see with you know my check-ins for example is you know golfers are very um, you know technique technique obsessed and I think the gains you're going to make from technique yes you know technique is very very important but I think there's a time and a place for it I think you've got to hit the shots you got to have fun with your practice 
you know, hit a couple of stingers. You know, you think that's messing. It's not messing, you know. It's not messing. It's not messing when you have to hit under a canopy of trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, When you're yeah. used to playing Lynx golf. Definitely. And you, you have like a one and a half meter window and you yeah. can see the shot and you need to hit a fucking stinger four yeah. iron or seven iron out of there to get you 120 yards. So, so yeah. absolutely not messing. I can like cover a, that. As a single figure handicap, which you are, you can hit every single shot. Every, any shot you want to hit. Okay. On cue, maybe not, but I have the potential to hit every shot. If you're on on your own <laughs> and you call every shot, you'll hit it. I, I, I'm, I'm fairly sure of that. But when the pressure comes Coming on, to an Instagram live. See yes, it. yeah, we will. We will do that. Uh, when it gets to the golf course, we're faced with this, you know, maybe it has to be a low draw. Okay, it rarely happens, whatever. But we don't know how to hit it because we haven't practiced it. We haven't. We don't have fun with our practice on the range. There's a fine line between, yes, it's still serious practice and you have a goal and a plan, but, you know, it's still, you have to have fun with the it's shot. It's still a game. It's the game of it's, golf. It is. No? Absolutely. Absolutely. Quick fire Q&A. Are you ready? Very ready. I wonder if you've prepared the first question. What would your walk-on song be? Uh, Little Mix was playing in the gym when I did walk in earlier on. I'm a big Eminem fan. Uh, I'm a big Drake fan. J. Cole. I'm going to say Workout by J. Cole. Good man. Jim or Pizza? Uh, Jim. Hat, visor, or a Keelan Rafferty bucket hat? Hat. Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Happy Gilmore. Le Hinch or Port Marnock? Le Hinch. But you've never played Lynch. I know, but I haven't played Port Marnock either. Lynch is closer, go ahead. Well, we'll start out with two of them because uh, that sounds good. I, I know a guy uh, in one of them and I know a guy in the other. Uh, walk or cart? Walk. Win the Open or win the Masters? I'll go to the Open. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Play or practice? Practice. Good man. You're after day training the elite and the not so elite uh, here in the gym. The two dogs are put to bed and you're planning dinner with your other half can be around but you're you're planning dinner this evening and you can have whoever you want at the table six people you're at the head of the table and three people down each side who makes the cut uh, that's a good question I'm going I stole it from another podcast I listened to so yeah, yeah, it's that, not even you know my what? question I, I've listened to a good shot of your podcast and I, every time I listen I'm like I wonder who I'd pick and I'd name six people but now I'm sitting here and I'm like I don't know <laughs> um, I would say I would definitely put Louis Hamilton in there um, I would put Tiger Woods in there we go with Seve um, what other? I, I'm going to stay with sports people. De- Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, number four. Borderline sports person. <laughs> well, yeah, ah, he is. Bodybuilding. Ah, bodybuilding is a serious sport. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I wouldn't tell him that. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. tell him that. I'd be running with it. Uh, we want to get Michael Jordan in there and uh, Ian Poulter to have a bit of fun with Jordan. Good crack. Everyone will be on the Instagram stories. Dave, Fitz, Fitz for Fitness, thank you very much for your time. Um, you. We must go for an old post workout protein shake or something. Sounds good. Super, super chat and insightful conversation around fitness and mobility and ability of different levels of people to to enter into a program such as the ones David's puts, David's that David puts together for his clients in Tralee. So I think it's about 45 minutes from Newcastle West is Tralee, so within reach of Limerick City. Um, so yeah, plenty of people uh, within the community can reach out to David. Uh, how you can reach will be in the show notes below and his brand new app which I am using and I have signed up to is a bit of class now Uh, all credit to him all credit to David Um, 
is, is, is really well put together and shows that he's investing in his business and investing in his clients and trying to make it really easy for, for us, because I'm, I'm one of his clients now, um, to follow the program and keep us accountable and, and help us to be better human beings and better golfers. So that's like a win-win situation. Um, closing in on 5,000 followers on Instagram, very, 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 very close now. And in the next few weeks and throughout the winter, you'll see content from Fit for Fitness in Tralee. So if you like that type of thing, be sure to like it and share it and tell everyone and your mother about it. Uh, but yeah, hitting close to 5,000 followers. So get following. Uh, because there's a massive, massive giveaway. For me, it's massive. Um, upwards of 10 plus prizes now and going to loads of different people. Not one big hamper going to one person. So, um, yeah, get following. Get your friends to follow. And, yeah, you might get some uh, seed golf balls or um, Drew's apparel or free four balls somewhere in Ireland. So, yeah, well worth following just for that, maybe. And stick around for some pretty pictures and funny ish reels corny jokes and um and yeah keep track of what we're doing in ireland from a golfing perspective not just me but the community of golfers in ireland so if you've liked this episode share it with a friend all right we're back with the band we've got podcasts every week now all the way through christmas and lots of people ask me well when are you going to put out the podcast of when you were up north well that is next that is next. So we have four to five really, really good episodes with the GMs and the PGA professionals, of course, is from uh, Arglass, Royal County Down, Port Rush, uh, Castle Rock, Ballyliffin. Um, I don't think I've missed anywhere in between, have I? Well, tune in and see you today. All right. I'll leave you back to your Saturday. If you've listened to this on a Saturday, of course. Um, yeah, I love you and leave you. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy.